0: If you disagree with your new deep state overlords, prepare to be silenced. You are no longer allowed to criticize them or say anything contrary to them on the deep state's big technology platforms online. This is incredible, and it's very, very bad news for freedom. Stay tuned. Claiming to be concerned about the coronavirus pandemic, uh, the big tech companies, the uh, the deep state propaganda machines that we know have been spying on us and manipulating us and using algorithms to suppress conservative speech and Christian speech uh, and to promote establishment propaganda, they are coming down hard on anybody who exposes the false narrative. Uh, it, it's really, really gotten crazy. So Facebook, and we'll talk about this in a moment, Facebook has now created a Supreme Court to decide what will be allowed on Facebook, which is uh, you know one of the dominant social media platforms. And stay tuned, because I'm going to tell you who's on this platform, on, on this Supreme Court. It's crazy. Uh, meanwhile, YouTube, uh, it, which, of course, has been busily taking down as many videos as they can possibly find that disagree with the narrative, uh, they announced, the CEO of YouTube announced, and we're going to show you a video in just a moment. That no content that goes against the recommendations by the World Health Organization, a corrupt United Nations uh, bureaucracy run by the communist Chinese and their puppet, uh, will be allowed on the platform. It will be removed. So uh, we are now entering a, a brave new world. The big tech companies are becoming big brother. And they intend to silence anyone and everyone who disagrees with them. Uh, this is Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff, guys! They've already started taking down some of our videos. They'll probably be taking this one down uh, pretty soon. And, and what it amounts to, basically, is the the deep state elites in Silicon Valley, many of which are are totally connected to uh, Washington D.C. and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Right? They helped start up Google. We know uh, people from Incubtel played a key role in starting up Facebook. Utel being the investment arm of the U.S. intelligence community. Um, they basically want to do your thinking for you. Uh, they claim to believe that you are too stupid to be able to sort through the information on your own and decide what to believe, what to trust. And so they are going to decide for what you're allowed to see, when you're allowed to see it, how you're allowed to see it. And, uh, again, they think you're an idiot. Are you an idiot? Well, I hope not. So the one bright side to all this uh, panicked deep state censorship is that people are starting to wake up, and the backlash is growing really quickly and really significantly. So as they were frantically trying to get rid of all traces of the pandemic movie, uh, people started uploading it to other alternative video hosting services. And what happened was massive amounts of people who had been looking for it on YouTube realized they couldn't find it, started migrating and checking out these other services and looking for it online through search engines. And people started emailing it out. And so these platforms that uh, before now had been really minor players and had not had that much uh, traffic suddenly got huge boosts in their traffic. So this is really encouraging uh, and it shows us a way forward here. You know, we don't have to accept uh, this crazy censorship, this idea that uh, the the tech titans of Silicon Valley are going to decide what we can say and when we can say it and how we can say it. Uh, That's completely unacceptable. And so hopefully the backlash will continue to grow. Now, uh, this effort to get rid of the video pandemic came up very shortly after Uh, the CEO of YouTube, went on the fakest of all the fake news channels, uh, CNN, the Communist News Network. Some people prefer to call it the Clinton News Network. Um, And uh, she went on CNN on on probably the most ridiculous show there called reliable sources, which uh, that means, you know, essentially it's unreliable as can be uh, with that uh, radical left winger. I think his name is Brian Seltzer or Steltzer or something. And uh, this is what she said. Check this out. Um, we've actually seen a 75 percent increase in the. Um um, news coming from authoritative sources since the beginning of 2020. Um, so we've seen a, a lot of demand there. Um, but then we also what does ta- that mean? That means an increase in, in video views for those. Yeah, and so we talk about that as raising authoritative information. Um, but then we also talk about um, removing information that is problematic. You know, of course, anything that is medically unsubstantiated. So people saying like, take vitamin C, um, you know, um, take turmeric, like those are all will cure you. Um, those are the examples of things that would be a violation of our policy. Um, Anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. And so remove is another really important part of our policy. It's interesting timing to say that the World Health Organization gets to decide what we can and can't say, what we can and can't think, what we can and can't see. Uh, especially because the World Health Organization has probably never been more discredited than it is right now, right? Certainly, everybody knows that the president has called it uh, China-centric and pulled all their funding. Uh, And that was for good reason. It's because the World Health Organization was actively and knowingly peddling lies and misinformation. Uh, Who could forget Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, uh, who was an actual Marxist revolutionary, by the way. He served on the Politburo of the Tigray People's Liberation Front, uh, an ethno-Marxist terrorist group. And in fact, it was described as a terrorist group by our own government. Um, And uh, he's now being called an attack poodle for Beijing. But who could forget when he told uh, President Trump that uh, that it was going to stir up fear and xenophobia to close the borders and uh, wasn't going to have any public health benefits to seal off travel from China? Well, of course, now we know that was wrong. Uh, He also said there was no human to human transmission, just straight up echoing the propaganda that was coming from the mass murdering dictatorship in China. And that's no surprise. Uh, Doctor Tedros, who's not actually a doctor, uh, was elected. Elected by governments and dictatorships to that position, with the crucial backing of the murderous dictatorship in Beijing. So the Babylon Bee uh, captured the essence of what YouTube has become absolutely perfectly. It's probably the best satire website on the internet, uh, and they had a brilliant piece called "YouTube Removing All Videos That Don't Begin with the Chinese National Anthem." And uh, you know, it's it, 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 it's funny because it's so close to reality, right? Of course, they, they don't actually demand that we have our Chinese national anthem on our videos, but we're getting close, right? Uh, we're going to let the communist Chinese controlled world health organization decide what we can and can't say. doesn't matter if you're a doctor. They actually, they took down one of our interviews at the new American uh, video page on YouTube, where we interviewed uh, Dr. Shiva, who of course has four uh, degrees from MIT, including a PhD in biological engineering. But apparently his opinion doesn't conform with the lunatic running the world health organization. So you got to disappear that down the memory hole, right? Um, And this is what YouTube has become. I want to talk a little bit more about the World Health Organization, since they are now apparently going to be the standard by which everything will be measured on YouTube. And uh, they have been peddling dangerous lies and misinformation for a very, very long time. Um, One of the most obvious ones that I found in recent years was a vaccine training program that they created. They were really upset about people not wanting to take their vaccines. They said that vaccine hesitancy is one of the top threats to global health. So they put together this their sage group uh, on immunizations, put together this uh, training course for medical professionals, for doctors and nurses uh, to deal with people who were skeptical of vaccines, in particular parents. And so one of the warning signs is oh, warning signs, right? Is parents might ask whether there's any risks associated with vaccines. Because what a terrible parent you must be to wonder if that vial full of stuff that you're injecting directly into my child's body uh, that is made out of, uh, in many cases, aborted babies, uh, weird chemicals like aluminum and mercury. I mean, what kind of horrible parent would ask if there's any risks associated with these medical procedures, right? Uh, so that's one of the warning signs they're supposed to look for. And as you dig deeper into this presentation, I still have it. Uh, because it was so outrageous they just have lie after lie after lie in this training program so they give sample questions uh, for the for the medical professional you know, this is what a parent might ask you and here's how you should respond and so one of the questions that a parent might ask uh, according to this training program is can vaccines cause harmful side effects illness and even death that's a direct quote from the presentation and then the world health organization gives the answer that the medical professional is supposed to provide and i quote directly no Vaccines are very safe. Of course, that is an absolute, demonstrably vicious lie. Uh, I mean, it's so false that any doctor, any nurse in the world would be able to tell you that. All you got to do is open up the vaccine package, look at the package insert, and they'll warn you right there. Some of the side effects can include illness and even death, right? Uh, This is not a mystery. In fact, the U.S. government has paid out billions of dollars to people and to the families of people who've been injured and killed by vaccines, millions of, excuse me, billions of dollars. Uh, And the reason why that is, is because the vaccine manufacturers, they were so worried about the liability. They hired an army of lobbyists to go lobby Congress to make sure that they, unlike any other business or commercial industry in America, would be completely exempted from liability. So if you die from a vaccine, if you get sick, if your child ends up paralyzed from a vaccine, there is no legal remedy for you in the court against that company. You have to sue the government, and then the taxpayer will pay for you. So we know that that's an absolute lie, right? The World Health Organization knows that's a lie. Actually, a little bit further down in their presentation, they admit that, yeah, sometimes there's harmful side effects and even death. Uh, okay, so do we censor now the World Health Organization because their own recommendations contradict what the World Health Organization said? I don't know. Somebody should ask uh, Miss Susan, the CEO of YouTube, Uh, And there's plenty of other examples Uh, from the same presentation. Here's another sample question that uh, vaccine-hesitant parents might ask. Can vaccines cause the infection they're supposed to prevent? And the answer, according to the World Health Organization, their instructions for the health worker is, quote, inactivated vaccines do not have live germs and cannot cause infections. Okay, that is another absolute lie. Um, In fact, they ironically admit later on in the same presentation that, yeah, sometimes vaccines, they they rarely cause the infections to occur. Now, never happens and rarely are obviously not compatible with each other. And yet they're both in the same presentation. I guess guess they just figure they're talking to morons, doctors, nurses. They think you're an idiot and they think your patients are an idiot. Okay. Uh, then another question. Here we go. Same thing. More disinformation from the World Health Organization is protection from natural infection more more effective protection uh, than the protection from the vaccines. And the response the World Health Organization gives to medical practitioners is with vaccines, the immune system is stimulated to develop protection without infection. Hence, it is more effective, obviously. Anybody with a brain knows that that's false. You don't have to have a medical degree. Uh, in fact, that's why you have to take your kids back for booster shots, right? Because the immunity, whatever immunity the vaccines might provide wears off after a period of time. Whereas once you've had, say, chickenpox, you will never, ever, ever in your life again get chicken pox, okay? So they're lying to you. They're encouraging doctors to lie. And this is the standard by which YouTube is gonna decide who is and who is not allowed to comment and to say things on YouTube. Doesn't matter if you're a doctor, doesn't matter if you are if you have four PhDs from MIT, you can't talk if you contradict the World Health Organization's dangerous and in many cases, deadly propaganda. Okay, incredible stuff. Then there's another guy from YouTube. He's the chief product officer. Uh, his, his name is uh, Neil Mohan or Mohan or something. Uh, And he uh, said this, I want you to watch this video, uh, making fun of the people who made billions of dollars for YouTube, check this out.
1: So I think this is where um, kind of a lot of the concepts that we talked about sort of come together and sort of create what you see on YouTube. So the first point I would make there is, this is the power of an open platform. It allows for content that is fresh, timely, relevant, to get up on our platform in front of our users As quickly as possible. So that's kind of a foundational piece. But this is also where kind of raising up authoritative voices and making sure that we remove the misinformation come hand in hand. So let's take your mask example. Uh, You're right, guidance on masks has changed and this is what I mean by like the actual underlying information is changing in a fundamental way really rapidly too. But this is the reason why I feel really strongly that when users are looking for this information, making sure that we're raising up authoritative voices is important because, The way that the question around masks would be covered by a credible sort of authoritative voice uh, channel is that um, there would be context there would be um explanations behind why a particular mask decision was made or not and so the user uh the viewer of uh, that content on our platform can make an informed decision for him or herself and so you know uh so as opposed to you know it's somebody espousing their opinions about a mask, you know, in their basement. All right. So they're going to
0: lift up authoritative vo- voices as opposed to, you know, those dummies making videos in their basements. Yeah. Okay. That's what he thinks about you, right? YouTube content creators. He thinks you're a dummy making va- videos in your basement and uh, they're going to lift up authoritative content like, you know, CNN. I mean, they're, they're so reliable, right? Uh, the World Health Organization. I mean, they told us no human to human transmission, close the border with China. That's bad. That's going to have fear and stigma with no public health benefit. I mean, if you can't trust the World Health Organization, who can can you trust? Right? Don't even don't even get me started on their vaccine programs in Kenya that were proven to have been a sterilizing campaign of uh, of women there. This is incredible, guys. Uh, these people hate you. They think you're an idiot, and they want to silence you. And, and they're blatantly telling you, right? We're going to boost authoritative voices, which are voices that the deep state agrees with, and we are going to destroy and demolish voices that do not agree with us. Uh, now. We also uh, have, um, as I mentioned, the New American has been uh, the victim of this. We've been censored. We've been shadow banned. We've been having our videos removed. We've been having uh, CNN hacks hired by Facebook, uh, slapping false labels on our videos before they even had a chance to watch them. They did did apologize for that one time. But, uh, I mean, incredible the amount of censorship going on here. And... um, Now, I want to talk a little bit more about these authoritative voices before we move on here, because the authoritative voices could not have been more wrong, right? Let me give you an example. Uh, Bill Gates has been funding uh, two primary organizations that are coming up with the models that are making all these ludicrous predictions. Uh, One is the uh, Imperial College at London, and then the other is the Institute for Health Metrics Evaluation at the University of Washington. We talked about these a little bit in our Bill Gates video. Uh, Both of these models predicted there was going to be millions of deaths from coronavirus in America. And both of these models were shown to be completely, totally, ridiculously wrong. Uh, in the UK, they were talking about hundreds of thousands of deaths. Then they were like, okay, actually, it'll just be tens of thousands of deaths. And they're like, okay, it'll be like 5,000 deaths. And actually, yeah, like 3,500 of those people would have died anyway this year from something. Uh, so, yeah, basically 1,500 deaths. And yet, They used the false information, the hundreds of thousands of deaths forecast in the UK, to come up with this idea of a total lockdown and total tyranny imposed on the country. Now, the disinformation was coming from the authoritative voices. The people who criticized those authoritative voices were subject to being censored, shadow banned, and so on. Now, do you really think the lunatics in Silicon Valley ought to be deciding who's right and who's wrong? Well... If you do, uh, you might enjoy North Korea, right? Uh, Anyways, this is uh, total crazy. They don't even believe this stuff, right? Uh, Professor Neil Ferguson, who was the genius over at the uh, Imperial College in London, who came up with these dumb models that didn't work. Uh, he said, everybody's got to be in lockdown. It's a mandatory lockdown. We need everybody to be locked down for as long as possible. And then, of course, he was violating, he was caught violating the lockdown so he could have sex and have an affair with a married woman, right? So so that's how serious they take this, right? Obviously, he was so concerned that uh, he didn't, they, they feel like they're superior to us, right? Not just the, the guys in Silicon Valley, but also the ones coming up with this misinformation, the authoritative voices that YouTube is going to be raising up for our consumption. Now, obviously, YouTube's not alone, right? YouTube is owned by the same parent company as Google, which has been going crazy. You know, they've been exposed over and over and over again, trying to suppress Donald Trump. In fact, even Hillary Clinton supporters like uh, Dr. Epstein have pointed out that uh, Google has rigged its search algorithm to, in a way that can shift millions of votes to the Democrats in the elections. And uh, they are doing this Quietly, under the radar, they're not admitting that they're doing it, but we know that they're doing it. And YouTube is owned by the same company. I want to talk about Facebook for a minute too. Now, Facebook is uh, just as bad as YouTube, if not worse. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has said that nobody's going to be allowed to organize protests against this lunacy using Facebook. Uh, They're now they've hired a bunch of left-wing hacks to uh, to do fact checks on everything that they disagree with. And younger generations of Americans have really rejected Facebook, and that's uh, that's an encouraging sign. Uh, very few young Americans actually have Facebook profiles, and thank goodness for that. But uh, Mark Zuckerberg announced that he was going to be creating what he described as almost like a Supreme Court that will decide, quote, what should be acceptable speech that reflects community standards, social norms, and values of people all around the world. Now. Uh, I want to take a look at the breakdown of this ridiculous panel. Just one in four of these Supreme Court of Facebook justices, these Supreme Court totalitarians, even come from the United States, right? Most of them come from countries where they don't have a First Amendment. to The, the overwhelming majority come from countries where they don't have a First Amendment to the Constitution protecting speech, where they don't uh, hold free speech as a fundamental, sacred, inviolable individual right, uh, and where censorship is the norm, right? Uh, In fact, uh, at least three out of the 20 are Muslim or come from Muslim countries where it could be a capital offense to uh, criticize Islam, Muhammad, or the Quran, right? Uh, You also have, and what are the odds of this? four out of the 20 on this 20 member supreme court panel uh, are actually connected to George Soros the, the billionaire who bragged that he had no feelings of remorse for helping the Nazis okay uh, incredible stuff and yet four out of the 20 are connected to him one even serves um directly uh, for the Open Society Initiative, which is George, one of George Soros's front groups. Uh, the others have very close ties. I, I mentioned the Muslims. One of them uh, was a senior leader in the terrorist-tied Muslim Brotherhood, okay, which multiple countries have now declared a terrorist organization. Great people to put on your support. Uh, the globalists are very pleased with this, naturally, uh, the head of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, uh, the former head of the totalitarian global alliance called the Socialist International uh, Alliance of Political Parties, many with the blood of millions on their hands. Uh, he just last week went on a tirade saying we need global censorship of social media, got to get rid of hate speech, conspiracy, theory, both harmful content. So just to be clear when they talk about hate speech they're not actually talking about hate speech Uh, they're talking about speech that they hate and i'll give you an example my friend uh, brazilian evangelist julio severo he posted a bible verse on facebook and uh, that was taken down and he was put into facebook jail no commentary no picture no nothing just apparently the bible is hate speech right uh and and we now have multiple countries including the uk and some of the scandinavian countries where just quoting the bible can be enough to get you put into prison uh, on issues such as homosexuality and guides designed for marriage. So uh, that's where they're going with this, right? Uh, any criticism of Islam will be taken down and on and on. And then the UN chief also called for a ban on scaremongering. I kid you not, right? Uh, apparently he forgot what the UN has been doing for the last, what, 75 years. Oh my goodness, climate change is going to kill us all. Oh my goodness, coronavirus is going to kill us all. Let's all listen to this poor 16-year-old mentally challenged girl named Greta, right? Because uh, otherwise the world's going to be doomed and you're all going to die and there's going to Be cataclysms and rising seas, and I mean, talk about scaremongering. But apparently, the UN scaremongering is exempt from the ban on the proposed ban on scaremongering. Okay, Uh, incredible, incredible stuff. Uh, Now, even in the United States, you have uh, the deep states propagandists arguing that we need global Internet censorship. Uh, For example, The Atlantic, you know, the terrible left wing magazine, they just ran an article called Internet Speech Will Never Go Back to Normal. It's written by two totalitarian American law professors, one of them from Harvard Law. So, you know, he's a nut job. Uh, And they say that uh, we need communist Chinese censorship in America. They say, quote, in the debate over freedom versus control of the global network, China was largely correct, and the U.S. was wrong. Okay, free speech was wrong. Communist China was correct. Now, if you were waking up and you're like, "Hey, America feels more and more like Communist China," uh, you wouldn't be wrong, right? That is what the deep state ultimately plans to do. Go back and watch our videos on that. They want America to look much more like China, and uh, and that's the direction. That we are going in, folks, if we're not careful here. Now, um, Even before the coronavirus, they had been planning to use this kind of uh, crisis to censor our free speech. Uh, In fact, uh, Bill Gates, watch our video on Bill Gates, and then the World Economic Forum, they funded this exercise at uh, John Hopkins uh, Bloomberg School of Public Health. It was called Event 201. We've talked about it a little bit before here on this program Behind the Deep State. And uh, I want you to watch some videos real quick of them talking about uh, how they need to censor misinformation from social media. And by misinformation, they mean anything that goes against their narrative. Check this out. How much control of information should there be and by whom and how can false information be effectively challenged and what if that false information is coming from companies or from governments.
1: I think it's very important that we make sure that there is concise communication with all healthcare facilities where these patients are being treated so that there isn't mass panic. We're at a moment where the social media platforms have to step forward and recognize the moment to assert that they're a technology platform and not a broadcaster is, is over. Um, they in fact have to be a participant in broadcasting accurate information and partnering with the scientific and health communities to counterweight, if not flood the zone, of accurate information because to try to put the genie back in the bottle of the misinformation and disinformation is nigh impossible. One thing we haven't spoken about, and I'm wondering whether it's time to talk about this, is. Uh, a step up from the part of the governments on enforcement actions against fake news
0: we are talking about global censorship here all over the world and and the un is ready right uh, uh, the united nations they have a, a specialized agency aiming to kind of become the global regulator of the internet it's called the international telecommunications union and we were one of the first at the new american to report on the fact that uh, it is run by a chinese communist named haolin zhao uh, a member of the Communist Chinese Party and an advocate of censorship. And when he was asked by a Korean reporter, uh, you know, what about censorship in China? How are you, you going to bring that to the ITU? He said, well, we don't have a common definition on what censorship means, right? So that's what they're working for, guys. They are trying to create a global censorship regime. Uh, they know you're locked at home. You can't talk to other people in person. They know your only way to communicate is through these uh, big technology companies. So they're doing this to churches too, right? The governors say, oh, you can't, have, you can't meet in your churches, but don't worry, you can just live stream your sermons and everybody can watch from home. Well, it turns out that's not really true either, right? The big technology companies are now getting in the way. Uh, For example, uh, the Google App Store removed the app from a church in Idaho called Christ Church for supposedly violating their terms of service by not being sensitive enough to the coronavirus, uh, big, scary virus that we all need to be so paranoid about. Okay, so this is what's happening, right? They want to move everything online where they can surveil us, where they can manipulate us, they can spy on us, they can restrict us and censor us, tell us what's misinformation and what's not, uh, including our church services, and uh, this is so, so dangerous, guys. So one of the things that's really great about this is that these totalitarians, these deep state tyrants running the big technology companies, they're really showing their true colors now. And so as the masses wake up, we realize we've been lied to by the media, by the experts, by the bureaucrats, by the Fauci's of the world, by the Bill Gateses of the world, Uh, People are getting mad, right? Uh, And and this is, I think, obvious to the big technology companies. They tried shadow banning us. They tried rigging the marketplace of ideas so that uh, everybody would go watch CNN and MSNBC and Fox News instead of uh, independent content creators who would try to spread the truth. And uh, and even then, their lies couldn't compete, right? They could not compete with the truth because people are desperately looking for the truth. And that has the establishment very nervous. Um, and, you know, Alex Jones is, I think, a really good example of that. Whether you agree with him on everything or not, it's not important. Uh, he was absolutely dominating on social media. His Infowars thing, his YouTube channel had 2.5 million subscribers on his YouTube channel, uh, which, which made a lot of the other uh, big media companies look like nothing, right? He had more uh, subscribers to his YouTube program than most of the big, giant companies combined, right? NBC, ABC, CNN, Fox News, Washington Compost, New York Times. Uh, He was beating the pants off of them. His election coverage in the 2016 election was reaching more people on YouTube than all of those propagandists combined. And so they didn't come up with better arguments. They didn't try to become more accurate in their reporting. Instead, they just disappeared him and took him off the web, right? Uh, and millions of people now are waking up to this. They, they realize they're being lied to. They realize they're being manipulated. Uh, as this censorship regime gets more and more Orwellian, uh, people are turning to alternative platforms. Now, there's a lot of good ones for videos, right? Check out BitChute. Check out Brighteon, uh, Band.video are three that come to mind, other social networking services. There's Local Activists. There's Minds. Uh, there are multiple options out there, and we need to start migrating over to those Uh, in the weeks and days ahead. Uh, Now another thing, that you can do to bypass the big tech censors is to make sure you subscribe to the New American Magazine, right? This is something they cannot censor. This will come to your door. You can hand it to your neighbors. You can hand it to your pastor. Google's not gonna be able to to shadow ban it. YouTube's not gonna be able to remove it. So make sure you go to the newamerican.com, subscribe to the print magazine, right? They cannot ban a print magazine. Uh, Also go to the newamerican.com and subscribe to our daily headlines. You'll get an email every day with the top headlines from the new American magazine. Uh, so get over there, give us your email address, and that way at least you'll get it in your email. America is very quickly becoming communist China with the help of these big technology companies. We've gotta make sure that it doesn't happen. And the first step is getting accurate information. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, make sure you get follow us on alternative methods. And uh, thank you very much for watching and God bless.